Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And as every day, we are happy to be bringing you the stuff that you should be seeing in the news that you're not, and bringing it current events from a constitutional liberty perspective. That's what we do. We are a teach show and not a talk show. And we've got some crazy, crazy stories today to cover, JC, seriously. And I was wondering what order to cover them all in. And I think we'll just start right off with this guy from Georgia, Uh, Morgan Wilson, visiting from North Carolina. Mm Mm-hmm. Visiting Helene, Georgia, or oh, Helen. Helen, Georgia. I think it's Helene by the natives and Helen uh, by the rest of the world. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's in the south, in where we are, people pronounce things. Like, people have their own pronunciation sometimes, and, yeah. and it changes. I, I don't know how it works. <laughs> but, I, most- but I honestly, I grew up um, hearing people say Helene. Maybe that's mm-hmm. another place. I don't know, but it looks like Helen, and now I hear People say Helen, but it's like we have a uh, county near us, and it's uh, it's Lafayette. Yeah, county. Really- <laughs> Lafayette is the county, but here they pronounce it Lafayette. Lafayette. Lafayette County. You know? We also have a Houston, yeah, Florida, which is, which is spelled, spelled just like Houston. So that's a little and bit. They call weird. it Houston. So do things a bit anyway. different around here. But I know. But I do know. I'm familiar with Helen, Georgia, with Helen, Georgia. Uh, as a kid, it was like a tourist tourist place. Yeah, well, according to the website, they're big touristy kind of place. So, um, so um, I forgot his name. Morgan Wilson. Wilson is visiting from North Carolina for some reason. And he's walking down the street with an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. Classified as an open container. Yeah, which... Certainly not uncommon in tourist towns that we've been to, and I, where you can walk around with open containers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and not being from Georgia and realizing right. Georgia's a bit. I mean, they're pretty. Yeah, status but, but we have. But, but we, I mean, we've encountered uh, mm-hmm. towns where you can't do that for right. sure. Yeah, uh, and then there, I think, like in, um, I want to say, here in Florida, I'm thinking of Ebor City in some places. You can't walk around with glass containers. Yes. Like you, they'll, 
you have to put that in a plastic, plastic cup. cup. Right. Um, and, right. And we have been in places, I think they said, no, you can't take that outside. And we've been but in they, places, tell, they usually tell you. We've been in places where uh, it's normally not lawful, but for special events. Yeah. They, so they these the laws vary. Yeah. So it's not some kind of standard thing. It's state varied. to state and city. I think sometimes they even vary city to city within a state. So Morgan's problem is not really with his open container, though. Yeah. It has to do with his open mouth. <laughs> here's here's the video. Morgan and his fiance were videotaping just not you know to to put the notice out to let everybody know, hey, open container laws here. If you're coming here, be aware, open container laws. And let's see what happened. Oh, come on now. Why has it got to do this to me? There we go. So I'm in Helen, and uh, walk into the pre-meet. Open container, I guess, is uh, against city ordinance and or Helen, Georgia rules. So I'm getting a citation. And let everybody else know that is on their way down here. If you drink in public, you will be cited. And there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They, are, they don't tell you. They don't tell you, but ignorance of the law is no excuse, so I will side with them on that. However, I do think it's kind of lame, but at the end of the day, they got a job to do. So it's one of those deals that really sucks, but I'll come down and pay it later, I guess. Cuss in public. What? Are you still grab, grab my phone, baby? Yeah, I am. This isn't this isn't okay. Can you? Hey, so Morgan's getting arrested because he just cussed in public. I wasn't sure that that was a law. Um, so let's watch all of this happen right now. So the rest of the video, you actually see Morgan getting arrested, and according to what we heard, and also according to the. Um, the officer's body cam, he's being arrested for cussing in public. Oh, there are three officers, right? Yeah, yeah. So he gets arrested. So he has three officers giving him a citation for open container. And then he gets arrested, not for open container, not for drunken disorderly. And by the way, GC, I think it's really important to recognize here that he's not even cussing at the officers. Right. He's not cussing out these officers, you effing whatever, right? He didn't seem particularly intoxicated either. No, he didn't. And he didn't, and, and, and it was just simply, it was simply the use of vocabulary, if you were, were to have it, right? He wasn't angry. He, he actually defended the officers for giving him a citation for open container. He says at the end of the day, they have a job to do, right? Mm. So he's not even giving the officers a hard time. I'm going to go and pay my citation when it's due. And he, and, and then they arrest him for this. Right. Well, I I wouldn't technically call him in public, by the way, because there was nobody around. He's outside. That yeah, would be cussing outside. outside. Cussing outside. But he outside. was not cussing in public. Right? Yeah. Public is people. Right. So he's, There were no people yeah. except the arresting officers and then... His fiance he, he and his fiance. Yeah. So those were the only people around, which is, I think, is going to be difficult <laughs> to prove in court, regardless of the constitutionality of this. Now, what's very... I have a question for you. Sure. Do you think... Um, particularly where we are and in that area, and I would say in general, you think most Christians would support this? 
Oh, most. You think this is Christian? The law is Christian? Uh, well, it's it's definitely morality. It, it is definitely uh, on on a morality kind of issue. Do you know of, what it is? Uh, but I think it's more you of a You know what it actually is? Yeah. It's Sharia law. Is it really Sharia law? Yes, this is Sharia law. It's a doctrine <laughs> called Hizba in Sharia law. And So the, arresting people for cussing in public is Sharia, Sharia law? Sharia law. I mean, people have heard of the Iranian religious police. Yeah. Right? Uh, so that's what these guys would be. Uh, it's called, they would, the officer is a mushtab. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no provision in the Bible. There is no provision in Christianity uh, for morality policing. Yes. That doesn't exist. No, so, it's so the this Holy is, Spirit is supposed to be doing that. Correct. Right, so, not people, but the and, Holy Spirit. And you're <laughs> instructed by your pastors, your, te- your pastors and teachers, okay? Right. So... So this is in fact not Christian. Well, it's but Sharia. Let me, but if he okay, so you I just want to be clear on right, that because but you're instructed by your pastor or your preacher or the teachers. But if you're not in the body of Christ, then this doesn't apply to you. Right, but I want this instruction. But is what I, I'm saying. I, I would just want to put that out there for Christians to understand. Yeah, because I, I we encounter them. Okay, right. we encounter. These these Christians who are rabid, rabid, rabid anti-Sharia, they lose their mind yeah. over the idea of Sharia law being brought into America. And I think they object rightly so. Yes. And, and I agree with them. Yes. But I'm contrasting here the level of their opposition to mm-hmm. Islamic Sharia. Yeah. This, but... Though many of those same people applaud stuff like this. I've been in conversations with them. This yeah. is Sharia law. This is the doctrine of H-I-S-B-A. Google it. Sharia law. Mushtab. That's what these officers are. There is no provision for this in the Christian scripture. So I actually... Um put this out on Facebook and Twitter already. And I will admit to you, JC... That when I was posting this, I, I sort of had that cringe, you know, that mm-hmm. that internal cringe that thought, all right, Chris Ann, get ready for all the defense, get ready for all of the, he shouldn't be using that language in public, and what about children, and, you know, and, and, and the officers have a job to do, and, and you know, I mean, the, the, the circumference of the attack in this is just enormous. Because you're going to get the the thing that says, well, the officers are just enforcing the law. They have a job to do. Then you're going to have what you said, the morality police saying, well, he shouldn't be using that kind of language in public. When it, uh, in reality, um, not only is the First Amendment clear, not only is... But those are separate, by the way, those are separate things. Those are separate things, right. To, to but, say he yeah. shouldn't be using this language in public. Right. Okay. Is is a completely separate statement. Yeah. Okay. Because I <laughs> right. can I right. can say he shouldn't be using this language in public. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, you know. I I, I you shouldn't <laughs> use. Like, she shouldn't be wearing those spandex in Walmart. Right. Okay. <laughs> He's not going to arrest her for that. <laughs> right. So these are this is a separate conversation, yeah. which we know people have difficulty with that. This yeah. is a separate idea, separate thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? This is not a matter of. This guy using or not using, this is being arrested 
for doing it. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. is, and this is a, right? Because by the way, who, who would, it does, uh, does, do we object to the use of this word because people's ears start to bleed or it causes brain hemorrhages when, when he uses mm-hmm. it, right? That's not why. Okay. Right. No, it is a moral. This is a yeah. moral issue, plain right. and simple. Who's going to argue that? It's moral. Right. So right. therefore, he's being arrested for this moral issue. That is which which, which physically law. harms no one and takes no, no right from hey, someone else. Argue with me. Prove me wrong. You yeah. can't. This is Sharia law. It's Hizbah. These are Mushtab. It's so if plain you're, and simple. you're watching us on YouTube right now, I have up on the screen the police chief Brian Stevens. I have his contact information, his his phone number, and his email. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about this a little bit more. But I'm hoping that the Liberty First Brigade will contact him. Yeah, don't yell at him. Send him send him a description of Sharia law in his book. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. We've been covering this story on the man from North Carolina. Uh, I actually posted on Facebook that he was a Georgia man, but he's actually a North yeah, Carolina yeah, man. Yeah, that's the other thing. He's arrested not, in Georgia. He's not from there because he yeah. said ignorance of the law, blah, blah, blah. Right. But like I said, these laws vary from state to state. And usually places we've been, there's mm-hmm. some sort of notice or, or the... Uh, bartender tell you the other thing that struck me this pops up in my head of course this just, you know you guys know this is just me um living your life you know on social media right this is another thing as i thought about i was listening to the absurd uh, thing out of texas where the the bartender is now charged because somebody she served went out and killed people and the reason the reason why it happened because she tweeted the statement on social media, right? Mm-hmm. She, like she posted something. Oh, this guy just came in here and, uh, you know, set his knife on the table, spun it around and said whatever. If she had never posted that, then right. that wouldn't have happened. So that's right. another one of those, to me, another one of those consequences of living your life on social media. Right, but but see, this is, I think, more of an aspect of First Amendment. See, this is, he yeah, was sure. doing, he was doing, I'm not what saying it, it's, that's wrong. I'm just saying right, right. Here's, it's another reality of our world now. But here's the <laughs> thing. He was doing what the First Amendment is established, the purpose of the First Amendment. He was actually issuing a, a public service announcement to the people who were coming to the area. Maybe he had friends that were coming this way. And this would be the quickest and the easiest way for him to disseminate his message, which is freedom of press, by the way. Well, you say, uh, you know, these state constitutions usually mirror yes. the, the uh, mm-hmm. federal constitution in the First Amendment protections, mm-hmm. different things. So this, this the way, uh, the way the court issues opinions on this matter. I mean, this this wouldn't stand, would I? I mean, it's pretty uh, No, no. Weak, you, right? you remember we covered the case in Columbia County, Florida, yeah. 
with the guy who got pulled over because he had the bumper sticker with the bad word in it, yeah. right? Well, that was immediately dismissed, and now the Columbia County Sheriff's Department is being uh, is being sued for civil rights violations for this arrest. This seems this even is, stronger, right? Well, exactly because he's got it on video. I mean, this is this is really what we would like to see as First Amendment attorneys in doing this. But what you have to understand is the argument by the Columbia County Sheriff's Department is the same argument that the Helene Police Department used. It follow, uh, The arrest is lawful because it follows the law, it follows city ordinance, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's the same thing the Columbia County Sheriff's Office said when they found out that it doesn't matter what the law says because laws can be unlawfully created. Mm-hmm. And and what people don't understand and what officers don't understand because I know we don't teach this stuff in the in the law enforcement academies. We don't teach the stuff that keeps your officers and your pocketbooks out of civil out of rights courts, room. right? Yeah. So this this again, I'm just going to go out there on a limb because I know this is sometimes a variable. But if this man sues this police department, the police department will lose because yeah. this is such settled. And this is five, more and, settled than and, the than the bumper sticker, actually. And, and, and the five hundred residents of Helen, Georgia, are going to be paying a hefty yes. a hefty. Yes, sum. they will pay for this when they could have had my constitutional education for free. You could so, teach the entire town in one room. I know. So, so this is really, this is a big deal. I want to ask you a question, JC. This is two cases now. Of Sharia two, in America. Two cases of Con- Sharia conduct, in America. Not, not carried out by Muslims. Right. But two cases in less than two weeks. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you, is this something that you think is becoming more of a problem? I do. Or is it because no, social I, media, we're becoming more aware of it? No, I do. And this is going to make everyone mad. Uh... I think I think uh, President Trump and some of the administration policies, uh, and I and this is a good this is a good thing mm-hmm. in in principle. I think he's emboldened mm-hmm. Christians, right? Because obviously, you know, faith has been under assault for a right. very long time, still is, mm-hmm. and so I think uh, I think Christians are emboldened. Mm-hmm. However, I think. There, what people maybe are surprised about is uh, there are a lot of a massive amount of statist Christians who have a statist mentality of the marrying of religion with church and state. So, as a natural consequences of them being emboldened, then they will act on their tendencies to be statist. You know, but it's all unnecessary. It could be solved with just the proper training. As arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry around Can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris N. Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host J.C. Hall. And, you know, the Sharia police or the Sharia enforcement, the, it's 
It's what makes America unique, these principles of liberty upon which we are built. And, I, and, and again, I keep going back to what Samuel Adams said, right? It's this universal ignorance of liberty and virtue that is causing the decline in America. And it's going to create an even greater contention between the public and its government. And it's not necessary, JC. We could have this training. They do not do this in the academies. And I don't understand this. The one thing that, that is guaranteed to cost your city and your county upwards of millions of dollars possibly on one case yeah depending on the how egregious it is and 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 nothing nothing in the police academies on these things that's why the, that's why people why the 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 officers the the chiefs and the and the and the sheriffs that actually care they bring me in to teach this i have a whole law enforcement training um and and so i, I just for me, well, it's a, very, very frustrating because this is this is these are principles that have been settled since the 30s. Okay, I'm not talking about in the last 10 years. And I'm ta- not talking about the Trump court, right? I'm talking this has been the way it's been for 80 stinking years. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think there's a education problem. There, there's failure in the church as well. Mm-hmm. And I almost, I was thinking during the last break, I was like, do I want to? I maybe don't even want to say like you know J.C. Hall, pastor, evangelist, because because I'm sure somebody tuning in they don't know who this guy is. Who's this yeah, anti-Christian yeah. Christian hater guy? You know, not that not that I'm speaking from the perspective of a pastor, but there's a failure in the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when when right. I was pastoring the church, I would I would say I would tell them uh, statist Christians are a threat to liberty. Status right. Christians are a threat to the church, right? Because right. it's really, to me, it's one and the same, okay? Because mm-hmm. part of that's religious liberty. So you destroy liberty, you destroy religious liberty. So you have uh, basically Christians that, that are not gospel-saturated, not gospel-centered, and mm-hmm. we encounter this all the time. It's a very difficult conversation to have. Right. Uh, because those same Christians who right. have that mentality are, are also very can be they they get very hostile yeah. about that, and all of a sudden you're a heretic, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you're a fake Christian because you don't want to have religious policing in America and use the arm of of the state to enforce Christianity, uh, well, which is which is totally un, unbiblical. The gospel in the churches. Yeah. Anymore. So I want to say again, uh, and. It's it's a weird thing because the same Christians would you know as we've had these conversations and encounters over over the decades, uh, it's a very oh the Bible the Bible the Bible and and that there that's the standard right mm-hmm. they they would say strongly the Bible is the standard so it's a weird contradiction because this is not found in the Bible it's right. found in the Quran in the Sharia or in mm-hmm. in doctrines that they base out of the Quran in Sharia mm-hmm. so. You know, there is no mushtasib in the Bible, in Christianity. What would you say teaching. about somebody who says, well, the Old Testament says? Yeah, so that's what I, that's what I run into. Right. So the Old that's Testament why, That's why says. I said Christians who are not gospel center, gospel saturated. We've been in those churches mm-hmm. where they, they want to live in the Old Testament, it seems. It's, it's a strange thing. We're very heavily... I mean, People call it legalistic. I call it moralism. It's the moralist. Uh, there's a to me is a difference between 
true Christians and moralists. Mm-hmm. This, this is moralism. This is not the gospel. This is not morality. It's moralism. Morality is, you know, it's, it's obviously there's a societal framework. But from a Christian point of view, that's the engine of that is the gospel. And that's, that's within. Well, since we've ticked the Christians off today, even though we are Christians, <laughs> former pastor, evangelist, missionaries, I, tick, teach Bible classes. It should tick the radical status Muslims off. Right. I mean, I mean that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We're talking about Sharia. Yeah. It's just, so Sharia is incompatible with the Constitution. Sharia is incompatible with liberty. It's incompatible and with so are the American these, Republic. And so are these laws. So therefore... Which create a, a, a mini theocracy within right. the government. So that's what I'm saying. So then why why would Christians support this Sharia framework? It's... Well... I, I would... I want... I, I would tell this you... This is one I want to yeah. hear. Yeah. I want the attacks. I want the arguments. I want to hear the reasoning to this. Explain to me why this is not Sharia. Right. Uh, but it is. So why is it okay? Why why is Christian Sharia okay and Muslim Sharia not? Because, by the way, they enforce the same things. Okay, many of the same yeah. things. So here we now have um, Missouri House passes a bill allowing public schools to teach Bible courses. Yeah. And uh, the Missouri House this week passed a bill that it will allow public schools in the state to teach elective social study courses on the Bible. Uh, the bill was sponsored by State Representative Ben Baker and was passed by the Republican-led House with a 92-52 vote this past Monday. And the bill would allow Missouri public schools to offer Bible classes to their students as an elective, although the institutions cannot make the courses mandatory. It also requires state education officials. This is the part that scares me. It requires state election officials to set clear guidelines and standards if they choose to offer classes on the Old and New Testament. Yeah. I, so you're going to have... This, I have an agree-disagree on this. This is this is what's crazy to me, JC, because this is exactly what James Madison said in his his uh, his remonstrance against the the government paying right. for teaching the Christian religion. But he says because you now turn religion into a civil tool, and yeah. when the government is going to be setting the guidelines and standards on. How to teach the Old and New Testament. My goodness, JC, they can't even teach math right. Right. But if you, now, if you stop before that, okay, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to say there's nothing legally wrong with this. What you're saying, you're saying no, the law is saying no, it's not prohibited. Yes, you can teach it. There's nothing wrong with that legally. Just but so long now, as, as the long Christians as you also, know, also can teach the Bhagavad Gita, you can yes, teach exactly. the Quran. Exactly, you have to teach the the uh, Satanic Bible as well. Yeah. You have to offer these classes as electives. So, from a non-discrimination I, right. standpoint, that there's nothing legally wrong with it. Problem but then is, when you I say, don't think that the people really understand 
the 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 length of the trajectory of yeah. this because I doubt that Representative Ben Baker would be so uh, excited about offering a class in public school on on the Satanic Bible right. or on yeah, my goodness on pastor, on Islam right you're gonna you're gonna have to teach the Quran as or offer it as a class as well well the Qurans are that's already in there. Yeah, but it does. I mean, but what if you're I'm getting your is, textbooks from Pearson LLC, if you're Common Core, you know Sa- okay. Saudi Arabia. All right, is already so let me re- that reword that then. Curriculum. Then, if if this is the w- route Mr. Baker wants to go, yeah. then his constituents have to shut up about Islam being taught in the schools. They, right, they have right. to shut up about that. Yeah. And they have to allow the, the Satanic Bible, they have to allow the Torah, they have to allow the, you know, you say that word again, the I can't Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad, whatever. Yeah, they have to allow all of that as well. But here's the problem, JC. Which, which again, let me say, within the legal framework, they, they should, that should be allowed. Mm-hmm. So if a local school wanted to teach, whichever one they wanted to teach, mm-hmm. You shouldn't be able to say no. You can't. Which which is in essence as long as it's an elective, right? Right. As long yeah, as it's yeah, an yeah. Not making someone teach. Right. Yeah. So as if they want to do it as an elective, then they can. Now, I'm not for it. Uh, I think this is a this is a it's a bad idea. Well, James Madison. I, in fact, wrote, I would I would not allow my child oh, to take no this. I'm way. not gonna I'm not gonna let someone else teach my child the Bible. I don't know who they are. And then, and then the school, the the state or whoever, a school, whatever this department is, is quote setting the stand guidelines and standards. So are you kidding? What in does the that religious mean? in the religious liberty class that I teach, we directly address this issue, not from my opinion, but from Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, even yeah. the Danbury Baptists. The Danbury Baptists said that the legislators should not proceed in matters of religion. Why? Because whom the state employs, it will dictate and regulate. Basically, who pays the piper dictates the tune. Which so, is exactly this. When this you is say, exactly yeah, yeah, this. you can teach it, no problem. Yeah. But we're going to set the standards and guidelines. We're going to set the standards because they're paying for so it. So now they've just they've they've brought they've brought uh, the Bible now within their control. Yes. And now they can dictate how it's taught. So you go and in so there. And so then the whole class is going to be about the Old Testament stoning of, of homosexuals yeah, and the all thing. the abuses in the Bible right, right. and never address the the gospel itself. That's what I, that's the thing. That's what you're going to see. Yeah, that's the thing that I was like, what, well, you get some lefty in there. And then some God-hating anti-theist. Or somebody who graduated from the cemetery. Yeah, so... I don't, I'm sorry, seminary. It's a crazy. It's really, uh, I don't know. It's kind of a crazy idea. Now, the, the you know the best argument usually here is, you know, where else are some of these kids going to hear it? Uh, but what what are they hearing? I mean, you, they you may be what? presenting something that's going to going to be a block. Where else are they going to hear that? <laughs> that is that is that is the excuse mm-hmm. of lazy yep. negligent christians where yeah. else are they going to hear that oh okay so now okay so here we go jc 
Uh, Christians don't have to give to charity anymore because the government takes taxes from them to do that. So yeah. we don't have to be involved in take caring the orphans and the widows anymore. Yeah. Government yeah. does that. We don't have to hit the hedges and the highways to spread the gospel under the Great Commission anymore because Missouri. because government's going to do that for mm-hmm. you. And and all it does is it it sinks our Christians into a deeper and deeper slumber of apathy and ignorance. And and you know what? This is the falling away of the church. People's like, oh, non-believers, people don't believe, and nobody goes to church. No, the falling away of the church is the abandonment of the Great Commission. And of course, there's a pastor in Missouri objecting to it, and they called him anti-Bible. He's a Baptist minister. Oh, You're my anti-Bible. Goodness. Yeah, well, maybe because that Baptist <laughs> minister knows the history of the Baptist yeah. people, how they were persecuted, beaten, tarred, feathered, and executed for their religious beliefs when the government married with religion like this. This this people is is well, is dangerous. James Beller is from Arnold, Missouri. Yeah. And he's got a book about it. Check it out. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. This is our last segment. My husband and co-host J.C. Hall, and this is the violation of rights episode, I guess. This is a religious liberty episode. Re- religious liberty episode. Well, I've got one last story to cover before we can, go. Can I say lastly about, maybe, we maybe won't is this the same kind of thing? I don't know, but no. I just want to say uh, finally, not only this Sharia, uh, all of these are examples of the doctrine of Antichrist. Yes. So the move, the move, of, of, of government of religion, replacing the gospel government. In, yes. into the hands of mm-hmm. government. So yeah. the government carries out religion, is in charge of religion, oversees religion. That is the doctrine of Antichrist. Which is why Islam is, 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 the doc, is part of that mechanism, Absolutely. right? So here we have Kentucky judges who are pre-signing warrants to seize children from their families and, and now we have in Kentucky... Speaking of Antichrist. Speaking of Antichrist. Kentucky's Cabinet for Health and Family Services, they're called Department of Children for Services in other states, are actually seizing the children from their parents without due process at all. So the judges before they get off work on Friday, fill out a stack of blank warrants for the weekend, and then all the social worker has Party. to do is is go now and, and fill in the blanks and take the sheriff yeah. and take your children. You, you say fill in the blanks, or not. Or not. <laughs> there are instances where they take the child, you know, they, they basically uh, kidnap the child, uh, and then they fill it out. After the fact. So how many violations of liberties can we talk about here? Uh, you know, parental rights, we've got uh, property rights, we've got due process, we got fourth, you know, uh, search and seizure problems here. And an issue, what goes through a judge's mind when he thinks that something like this is okay? I mean, judges of all people. And and why hasn't somebody sued about this? I mean, seriously, I would be dragging somebody into court. And judges who are pre-signing these blank, they, the article uh, calls it blank legal documents. No, these are blank warrants. 
Judges who sign these blank warrants ought to be disbarred immediately because a, the qualification for a warrant, if you see a warrant, it actually says that, that this person has sworn before the judge the veracity of the content of the warrant. Yeah. And he's li- the, the judge is committing perjury. He's absolutely committing perjury. Can you believe, JC, that there are actually defenders of this practice? Yeah, sure. Defenders. Defenders, the article says, defenders of this practice, this is from Reason, defenders of this practice said it was necessary to address off-hour investigations. While family court judges deal with custody issues during the day, random district judges are assigned to consider these matters on nights and weekends. Social workers were apparently too lazy to visit the judges at their homes and were technologically incapable of using e-signatures. So it became the common practice to have the judges pre-sign the documents. Common practice to engage in perjury, common practice to deny people their fundamental rights. I mean, seriously, come take my car without a warrant. I'm really probably going to get mad and I'll probably, you know, object. But I'll probably let you take my car and battle it somewhere else. 200 you plus. You come after my children? Yeah. Two, seriously. 200 plus years ago, this gave birth to a new nation. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. We, this, we oh, went my to goodness. War. This, this was the essentially the, the seed of of the revolutionary the war. seed of the revolution the was the exact same thing warrantless searches and seizures that ended in officers taking wives and daughters yeah okay I, I, taking searching and seizing wives and daughters brought us to the streets in revolution i sent i sent a respectful gripe to reason about this article mm-hmm. i think the guy who wrote it was one of the editors but uh, it was one of these things, again, and I can't find their name. Well, I know the writer of the article, but mm. the judges. And they don't name them. Again, yeah. no names. Right. So I sent, a, I sent a respectful complaint about that. Yeah, that's that's lazy journalism. Yeah. So I, we need to know who these people's, people are. If we had had names, JC, we would be publishing their names and phone numbers because these people need to be at least held accountable. They need to be disbarred, and this has to stop. I can't think of any more right more fundamental than the right of a parent has with his child. And I'm going to tell you what, it's not going to end well if they come for my child. That's just all I have to say about that. Well, God bless you guys. We'll see you again next time.